Welcome back to another edition of the 2020 Radio, hosted by yours truly, John Rowley and Jeremy Whiteford. Where each Wednesday we share a new episode with the simple goal of helping you become the best version of you. In this week's episode, we again plant the seed or provide the encouragement for you to start at least taping your mouth shut while you sleep and perhaps concentrating a little more on keeping your mouth shut while you work out. That'll be that'll be a great topic. Yeah. So I, I got a text the other day from uh, my buddy Mike in Chicago. He he saw that picture. I posted a picture of me with my mouth taped. Yeah. And I also I, I was wearing a mask o- over the top. Of yeah, that. I saw that post. Yeah, and, and swiping that swiping action. And, and he was like, he's like, he's like, I like the photo. He's like, but you look like a total psychopath. Yeah. So people who don't know might be wondering what the heck you're doing. Mm-hmm. So would you like to explain what the heck? So that was a Sunday morning. That's my Sunday morning thing. I'll come over here. I, I'll uh, tape my mouth shut and, I'll, and what it. I'm not going to say what it helps me do, but that's what I do. Yeah. Um, I, maybe, I could, maybe tell why. So I, I posted that picture. The reason I posted that picture is we're serious about this. Like, oh, my gosh. Like the, the whole breathing through the, the nose revolution, if you if you call it that, is is real and it works. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so, even to the point of like. But it looks crazy weird. It looks crazy weird. And I mean. Uh, I, I, and we're talking about this too, because like I've been talking to a lot of people recently about taping your mouth shut at night, right when you go to sleep, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Are you? Are, is this a joke? Or are you just kidding?" And when you said like people look at you crazy when you got your mouth shut shit during the night or during the day, my wife looks at me crazy every night when I you know put the tape on my mouth at night. So I mean, it's just it's just Brit's coming around to it, coming around to it. She's thinking about it. Really, it's, it's starting to think about it. It's working its way in. But right. here's what I say to that. So to, to lead in like this, has anybody ever told you, well, obviously, do you take vitamins? Have you ever? Not really right now. Okay. So here, good, here's a perfect example then. Hey, take your vitamins. You got to take your vitamins. I don't feel anything. When I take my vitamins, fish oil, I do notice a difference. That's, I notice. I don't count that as a vitamin. No, I don't yeah, count that. I, I, that I, I count that. Like I feel something for fish oil. Vitamins, I don't feel anything. I'm like, this is stupid. I take I, liver, but I, but that's like. I'm talking like a, like a one a day or something right, like no. that. No, like you don't feel anything. Little, I do, will. Do salt sticks count. No, they don't. No, they don't count. Okay. No. So no. No, like I'm a vitamin, just, like I'm a like a one a day. Yeah, yeah. So like a vitamin. Um, I will never not tape my mouth shut at night now. Because you feel Because you feel difference. Yeah, I like I'm we're results driven individuals, right? We're results or um Hope you are. Or yeah. how, or, I'm not talking about you, but Yeah, in gen- in general. But people are or reaction based. It's like a little kids when you watch your little kid, if something happens so they hit something that makes a noise, they hit the thing over, they learn face a uh, reaction based, right? Mm-hmm. Or action based. Same with adults. If some if nothing happens when you do that, obviously it didn't work. That's what your at least that's your thought process. So for you know, breathing through your nose in the middle of the night 
if it didn't, if I didn't notice a difference, I would it. not do it. I right. wouldn't just be like, well, they tell me that um, nasal breathing at night just makes me sleep better and all this. Like, no, here's some clear examples. I used to wake up three to four times a night to go to the bathroom. You thought you had to go to the bathroom. No, I would get up and I, go I to know, the bathroom. But that's not the yeah, No, 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 that was not the reason. And even when we were at the Invictus camp, I remember talking to that one lady who was, you know, all about sleep hygiene and stuff like that. And she was saying, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, some, you know, I don't know, maybe what's wrong with you. You couldn't figure you're drinking too much caffeine. You do little, little, all this different right. stuff. Well, when you become a habitual mouth breather at night, um, you're constantly in a state of, you know, fight or flight. You're right. constantly in a sympathetic state. And when you're in a fight or flight state, you need to offload stuff. Right. And so, um, like, I would just wake up in the middle of the night all the time. As soon as I start taping my mouth shut, I don't wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom anymore. Like, that in itself... That will revolutionize your sleep. And there's so many people we know that... I, I, have, I had two conversations yesterday with, yeah, how, you know, how's this? Well, my nutrition's good. My training's good. Next question I asked is, do you wake up in the middle of the night? Well, yeah, yeah once. Yeah, that's normal, sometimes right? twice. That's normal. No. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. No. Yeah. And so waking, waking up in the middle of the night, so that's gone, right? Also, snoring. I used to rem- – Debbie would uh, – if I'd be snoring, there'd be times that she would, I would wake up and she would, like, plug my nose in the middle of the night and, like, close my mouth, and I'd wake up, like, dying, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? And my mouth's open. I, I'm snoring all the time, right? Mouth's open. I'm snoring all the time. And now I don't snore anymore. Right. Right. So not so only has changed it, her life. Yeah. Yeah. Not only is it good for me, but it's good for your significant other too. Right. Just for the quality of sleep. And we don't put enough attention on sleep. I remember when I first started off doing this nasal breathing or uh, taping my mouth shut at night, I would um, like still wasn't fully bought in. It took like two or three weeks, but I'd be like, I felt really good. And then I'd be like, I'm not going to tape my mouth shut. Maybe I'm, I'm good. And then I'd be like, but if I know I'm not going to get a lot of sleep, I'm taping my mouth shut. Right. Because I'm going to get this quality sleep. That, right, right. And then I was like, what in the heck am I not just doing Don't this every night for? Sleep every night? Every single night. And so I've noticed, you know, we're wearing these whoops, right? I've noticed at least 10 beats per minute in my resting heart rate lower right. when, I wear my, when I wear tape on my mouth versus when I'm mouth breathing the entire time. The, the worst I've ever noticed is about five beats, like the worst. Yeah. So the, 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 the smallest difference. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've seen it. I mean, I've seen it as much as 15 or 20 beats different yeah. if, I, if I'm you know, sleeping stressed without tape. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You'll, if you like, you'll wish. So anybody that's listening to this and wants to tape their mouth shut at night, you'll wish after you try it for at least two weeks that you would have started doing this six months ago. Yeah. Like you would have been like, why didn't you, why didn't I listen to you when you did this? Um, and we've had people in here. So, so here's, so here's something, you know, something to think about is what in your life is something that you will, there aren't probably many things that you say you will never not do. If you follow me, you know, like I will probably always eat real food for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like that's something I can guarantee. Unless they come out with a dog food that satisfies all your nutrition for adults, then I'll only buy then, that. Then that might be. You, you will always do some form of CrossFit. And I'm using the quotations. It might always kind of vary in degree or type. Or I'll intensity. always fitness. Yeah, you'll always fitness it up. And, and you can pretty unequivocally say that you'll always tape your mouth shut. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm on the same page. Same page. I will never not. I will never not tape my mouth shut. 
travel somewhere, travel with a roll well, of tape. I, I, I just, I look at it as insurance. Like, it's, it's an insurance policy guaranteeing that you will, like, get a good night's sleep. 100%. Yeah. Like... If that, I mean, even, and we haven't even gotten to talk about, these are just like personal benefits that we've yeah, noticed. Yeah, the two of us, right? Yeah, that, that we've, as experienced, because I mean, I mean, that's like um, going through life as it is, is like going through different stuff, uh, is like, well, what did you experience? Don't tell me what a book said. Tell me Correct. what you experienced. And a lot of stuff that we're talking about is, you know, either, you know, uh, going back to like the Wim Hof stuff, but most of this is coming from... Uh, uh, McEwen, I can't think of his first Patrick. Patrick McEwen, who wrote a book called Oxygen Advantage, and you know he basically, you know, you, you've heard the story forever. You know, your your nose is for breathing, your mouth is for eating, but he kind of breaks down the science. Yeah, of, of why of why it's super super important. Yeah, and like it all comes back to um, all this. You know, the sciencey stuff comes back to oxygen. Yeah, right. So what are, what are the cliff notes? And so oxygen and CO two basically goes into talking about how um, when you're, you're breathing out through, through your mouth too much, you're expelling too much CO two. In order, if anybody's ever used it, so he talks about this in the book, is one of those uh, blood oxygen saturation level monitors, right? Yep. Buy them super cheap on Amazon. They're kind of fun to play around They're with. They're kind of cool. I got one right here. Yeah. They're like twenty. Bucks. I got one. I got one in my backpack too. Yeah, you and always, you can you should always have one on you. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's been sitting on me this entire time, just hanging out. Uh, no, it's it's really fun. Fun to play around with and use, um, super cheap, and you can really see all the time when you're like when you're working out, and you're like, oh, I have no more oxygen. Yeah, put this thing on. I bet you probably have 98 percent oxygen in your blood. Of oxygen. Yes, but what happens is, and he talks about that in the book, is that your body cannot offload the oxygen into your into your muscles, Get into your cells, right? If you're not tolerant enough of CO2, right? So. Uh, one of the things he said, I got like a little 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 reader reading here, right? Crucial point to remember is that hemoglobin releases oxygen when in the presence of carbon dioxide. So read that slower. Yeah. The crucial point to remember is that hemoglobin releases oxygen when in the presence of carbon dioxide. So you need it. You need carbon dioxide in your system. Yeah. When we overbreathe, too much carbon dioxide is washed from the lungs, blood, tissues, and cells. This condition is called hypocapnia, causing the hemoglobin to hold on to oxygen, resulting in reduced oxygen release and therefore reduce oxygen delivery to tissues and organs. The way I break this down is the hemoglobin and the oxygen are outside the bar. Have you ever heard this like mm. an analogy? So you ever been to a bar where there's like there's a capacity limit and yes. you're standing outside the bar and you can't get in. And then a group of girls, like you're with your group of guys and then a group of like eight girls walk up to the front door and they somehow magically create capacity for for in this inside this bar. So you've got the hemoglobin and the oxygen, and basically what you need is the CO2, which is all the people in the bar, to come out to grab onto the oxygen to pull it back in. Mm-hmm. So it, so basically the way I look at it is the more CO2 you can hold inside the bar, the more oxygen you can then can then be delivered to the cells. Yes. I don't know why that like works in my head, but it's like it's something that I've lived, and it's. It, you're you're trying you, those cells don't have the capacity to pull the oxygen. The hemoglobin's not able to do the, the delivery mm-hmm. because it needs the CO2 to be in the system. I'm glad that works for you. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it works for you. All I can think I of. I read that part of the book over and over and over again, trying to get it into my head. Yeah. All I can think about for it is I need you, you need CO2 
in order for oxygen to work. To get delivered. To get delivered. Right. If you're not tolerant of it, and you're, so you're not um, tolerant, if you're not um, used to it, if your body can't handle it, enough of it, and you offload a bunch of it, constantly blowing breathing it all out up, breathing out your mouth, right. then the, the oxygen's not getting used. And you're sitting at a high enough oxygen level that you you have enough in your system. So when you're feeling tired and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't do any more. Why, why have I done five wall balls and my arms feel tired already? Well, that's because your body's not being able to utilize or apt, like use the oxygen that's already in your system to keep on going, right? right? That's because you've been mouth breathing all day and your body's not tolerant of CO2. You're exhaling too much of it, not letting it stay in your system. If you're a talking person during the day or mm-hmm. you sit there with your mouth open at your desk or you breathe chronically through your mouth overnight right. and then you can't use it. So what do we do to try and train that? We tape your mouth shut, only go as fast as you can breathe through your nose. Right, you're training your body because your nose is a lot smaller than your mouth. Breathe in your nose, you only get so much oxygen. Breathe out your nose, you only expel so much CO2. So you're teaching your, you know, telling your body, hey, it's going to be super uncomfortable for the first like two, three weeks, a couple weeks, yeah. And then once you get faster at something, pick an easy workout. Uh, a really easy workout you can pick is a uh, like get on a rower. And how, like every minute on the minute, do 200 meters. Only breathing through your nose. How far can you make it, right? So say you make it eight minutes the first, eight minutes the first time. You have a benchmark that's very easily repeatable. Okay, so the next time you get on, say three weeks later, you've been practicing nasal breathing. How far can you go on that rower, right? If you make it further, just breathing through your nose, tape your mouth shut to be sure, right, to be sure, then you've gotten more aerobically fit. You're able to handle that that CO2 a lot better, and you'll be amazed at how quickly you go from eight to 20 minutes. Right. Right. So you do the first 20 round. To 40. Yeah, 20 to 40. Next thing you know, and you're going you all just the time. Go as long as. Yeah. And in the for. in the book, it talks about it because I've heard this too. Like, well, what about? I really have to go hard. I it, it's all about intensity. Like, I got, I got to do in, intense stuff. Yeah. And he talks about that in the book as well, saying like. Um, especially, he says, elite athletes. Okay, if you just breathe through your nose all the time, then you're going to you're going to diminish some results. And if you're not willing to lose that, day. yeah, you got you got to be able to do some high intensity stuff still, right? So one thing that I've been doing is two days a week max. I open my mouth. Yeah, go as hard as I it's possibly can. It's a different can. gear. It's a different gear. It's incredible. Like so, I haven't been doing it. I haven't been breathing through my mouth for a, a good period of time. I'm trying to think. Of, I did it recently, and it was like, wow. Like, you, like the whole world opens up, and you can just absolutely get after it. And, yeah. Um, but that get after it only lasts so long. No, and you know it's going to blow up, and you know it's going to hurt the next day, and you're going to yeah. be sore. So when, uh, we did wall balls this morning, like a partner Kelly workout, and one of the things I had someone do was um, I said, how many wall balls can you do, because it's 30 wall balls at a time, before you have to open your mouth? And she said, 20. I said, okay, so here's what we're going to do. I was like, is it just uncomfortable or do you feel like you can't go anymore? She said, well, I can't physically make the ball up to the target. I said, fantastic, let's try something. So do 20 wall balls with your nasal breathing only. And then as soon as you get to 20, open your mouth and breathe and see if you can do more. Because you said you can't do any more after that. So she did nasal breathing all the way up till 20. As soon as she hit 20, she hit the bottom of the target. Open her mouth, last 10 reps, she did hit up all the way to the top of the target. Wow. Right? So it's, a, it's strategy. If you did the whole, I, I, I didn't, I wish I would have tested this afterwards. Now your next round, do a whole mouth breathing of 20 reps. 
did it hurt worse or less? Right. Right. The answer is going to be. The answer, it, the answer is going to be, you're probably going to, it's probably going to hurt. Um, it's probably going to hurt more. You're going to feel that burn in your legs faster with the mouth, breathing. with the mouth breathing than you are going to, if you stayed nasally the entire time. Right. And then work your way up. Yeah. So, I mean, we're trying to, we, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling we'll probably talk about it again. Yeah. But it's. It, the reason is it's, it's like bringing up cold showers again. It's because this stuff works. Yeah. And and we'll keep we'll keep chasing all we're all we're trying to do at the end of the day, like with what we do in this business, is we're trying to pursue results. And how do we get? So our, our friend Randy this morning was talking to us about cutting corners. He, and he was he was telling he was joking to Jeremy that he, we should allow him to cut corners. And. Well, we, what I said is we're actually trying to help you cut corners and get to your optimal health faster. Mm-hmm. This is a huge corner you can cut. Yeah. Like, I mean, find me a bigger corner besides for cutting out sugar. I mean, what do you do more than anything else in the entire world? Breathe. You breathe. You breathe more than you eat. You breathe more than you sleep. I mean, you're, you can't go longer than, what, five minutes, minutes right? without air before you die, right, so or become kind of, brain dead. It's kind of important. It's kind you of go, important. You go days without food, uh, you know, or weeks without food, days without water. Yes. But minutes without, without air. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's incredibly important. We are trying to help, help you cut corners. And, you know, you might look a little funny. Uh, you know, your husband or wife might think you're funny. They already know you're funny. Yeah. I mean, they already know you're a weirdo. If, if, if they're already with you. They, they but if you're it. a guy who snores and your wife wants to stop save, snoring. Yeah, save, save she'll, your relationship. She'll think it's way better than what you think, like, once you stop snoring. Yeah, let's go, let's go off results here versus what you look yeah. like. And, you know, you might not have to tape yourself up during a workout, but be super conscious of it. Yeah. Uh, if you need tape, let us know. We well, and some, to, to note this, you are going to see, see and feel a decrease in performance yeah. yes. in the very beginning. For sure. Like, it's inevitable. Yeah. Right? Are you competing in anything right now? Will you make any more money if you finish this workout faster today? He, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, probably but not. But the Open's coming up. Well, you better start now rather than two weeks before the Open. Right. Right? So, like, why would you not? Why, like, or by all means, like, perfect time to start if you want to is right after the Open. Yeah. If you can't start now. But the best time to start is right now. Like, literally just start breathing through well, your nose. I, I think the people, the, the feedback we've been getting from the endurance class that we do on Mondays and Fridays is overwhelmingly positive. People are noticing it in their other workouts. They're noticing it outside the gym. They're noticing it when they go out and swim laps with their kids. It, 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 the results come pretty quickly, and um, you know it's it's not at the expense of beating the heck out of your body. Mm-hmm. So uh, so anyway, so that's our, us kind of getting on our high horse about about taping our, our mouth shut. You know, start with the sleep, and then just you know throughout the day try to be conscious of your nasal breathing, and you will you know over over a period of time you will see some pretty dramatic results in uh, in the rest of your life, whether it be um, you know just managing stress on a day to day basis, um, or, or you know. Or just being able to keep your heart rate down throughout the day, or hopefully—I mean, we've heard of people, you know, sleeping with their husband or, or uh, wife again because they're not storing. Yeah, so that's, that's that could play a huge, huge role in relationships. Yeah. So, three M Microport tape. I do the one inch. Yeah. John does the two inch. I like the two inch. I go one inchers. Three M micro pour. Yep. It it com- goes on. Doesn't doesn't rip. Doesn't rip. If you have facial hair, doesn't rip that off. Yep. Uh, and uh, if you feel. Like, you can't do it because you're just too claustrophobic at night. One thing I challenged an individual here was, 
if you're at your desk and no one else is around, tape your mouth shut at your desk just to get the feet used to it so that you're not like, oh my gosh, even if it's just for five minutes, right, in a safe scenario yeah. that you're not at sleeping, and then transition to nighttime. I, I've done that here, and it was shocking how uncomfortable I was. Really? Because, you know, and I talk to people about this all the time, about being in a fight or flight state, checking emails. And it was it was alarming how how uh, how hard it was for me to kind of get that acclimated. So that's probably something I need to try again. Thank you for the suggestion, mm. um, guys. As always, pleasure pleasure chatting it up. Get some tape, three M micro pour, one inch or two inch, whatever works for you. And uh, we'll be here again next week. Have a great day. Guys, thank you again for listening. If you like what you're hearing and you think it'll help improve somebody else's life, please share our podcast with them. You can either listen on iTunes by finding us under 2020 Fitness, or you can go to 2020.fit and click under Community and then select Podcasts if you're a non-Apple user. If you really like what you're hearing and you want more of the world to see it, you can leave us a five-star review. We'll be eternally grateful. And then, as always, you can find us on social media at 2020.fit. Have a beautiful day. Thanks again.